You're listening to Supervision with a Vision, where we discuss all things supervision. I'm your host, Sarah, professional counselor, marriage and family therapist, play therapist, eating disorder specialist, and cookie lover, with my co-host, Heather, marriage and family therapist, certified together in Texas counselor, a Texas transplant from California, and outdoor adventurer. Hi, welcome to Supervision with a Vision. Today, Heather and I are talking about ways that we are planning to re-energize this summer. This week, we read Why You Should Plan to Do Nothing This Summer, published in Psychology Today. Heather, the first couple of, or the points that we noticed in the article included that we could be more productive by having fun. Yeah. Do you think that, can you think of ways that that's true for either yourself or your supervisees? I think summertime is a great time to step outside the box and have more fun, whether it's with clients or in supervision, especially around where we live. You have warmer weather that you probably could go out and do maybe an activity outside with a client or supervisee, just finding ways to like spice it up a little bit. Mm. A lot of my clients tend to flex their schedules in summertime. So you're meeting clients at different times. It's Mm -hmm. a good opportunity to seize the moment and do something different. I like that. Earlier today, I was talking to some supervisees. And we were talking about clients expressing that they were feeling stagnant or stuck in a rut. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, we feel that way too, right. as the counselor or as the supervisor or the supervisee. And so we were talking through ways that we might incorporate different things to shake ourselves out of that right. feeling stagnant. Um, and the things that we were talking about were like, sit in a different part of your room. Right. Or just, I mean, mm-hmm. like change the physical space some right. way as, as easily as just moving to a different chair. Right. Or if you always start with a routine of saying the same thing, say something different. Right. And what I told them was, if you notice a client saying, oh, well, we always mm-hmm. fill in the blank. Right. Maybe that's the thing that you try and play with a little bit and right. do something different. Switch with. it up. Ask a different question. Mm-hmm. So um, you would do that by being outside maybe? or being outside would be good. I think you're totally right. And it doesn't, it's not even a very big change to change your schedule of clients. Right. If you see that one one client, you usually see it after school hours. And now because of summer, you can see them at 11 in the morning. Right. That's a change. Right. Complete di- different opportunities. Mm-hmm. And then also a lot of times with my clients, their stressors are different in the summer than oh. they are during school. Uh-huh. Some may overlap, but a lot of times I'm seeing college kids that have the stress of school or mm-hmm. professors. And mm-hmm. so as their things change about their what they're stressing about, It also gives an opportunity, again, to insert something different, ask a question a different way. They're not in school right now. They can have a different conversation. Mm -hmm. Is the same true about supervisees? Do their schedules change? Do the topics change? Do their stressors change? Probably. I can't think off the top of my head of something currently this summer yet. Uh (laughs) But I do think as I think back to supervisees in the past that as the client schedule changed, it forces their schedules to change. Yeah. Uh, and that, of course, that depends on their work environment. Sure. I think, yes, I agree with that. I think what you said about counts or clients happens to my supervisees as well, that because uh, their routines change, then their session time might mm-hmm. change. I was just talking to some supervisees about that related to their own kids. Oh, yeah. Because school's out, their kids are doing different things, so they need to do something different. Mm-hmm. So it might mean, for me, it might mean meeting my supervisees meeting in different pairs right 
because, oh, well, these two have kids that are out of school, and so they need to be available. Different times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think the more creative you can be with those things that you're putting in, then you're bringing that productive productivity for your own office. Yeah. You're bringing that. Well, I was going to ask that. So we we're talking about things that you can change, but how do you, have you noticed ways that you're more productive because of that? I think for me, I get stale with my line of thinking, with mm-hmm. just how mm-hmm. I process supervision, how I process clients. I think I just get in the same, oh, here we are, we're having the same conversation or a similar conversation that we've had over and over again, because it's the same way. Mm-hmm. But I do find myself being more productive as I mix it up a little bit because it's more intentional. If you're going to change something, it has much more intention behind it. Uh What about, I'm thinking, I found myself doing this a lot in the last year, sitting with my computer on the couch, writing notes or something like Mm -hmm. that, you know, doing something on my computer and slowly melting into my couch Mm -hmm. and maybe not being as productive. Okay. But I think if I even change where I do that, Mm -hmm. like... Oh, I miss this. I used to go to like a coffee shop or even the public library Uh close to my office because it had a cool space and a pretty window. Right. I felt so much more productive in those spaces sometimes. Yes. So maybe we're getting closer to being able to do that kind of stuff. Right. Or even I like to sit out on the, in my backyard and on the patio and I have a table and chair with an umbrella Mm -hmm. and I might bring my laptop out there Mm -hmm. on a nice day if it's not too hot or something and that might feel more productive. I actually doing that this week, finding a different location, feeling a little more productive. And like, I wasn't melting into the couch, found a different part of my medical record keeping system that oh, I've never used before. Fancy. Uh, oh my goodness. Why didn't someone think this up earlier? Right. This is the best feature out of the whole thing. And right. so helpful. Well, of course they, it was there all along. I just didn't, right. wasn't just using it or it. didn't notice. <laughs> right. So that feels more productive. What about, I think this happens sometimes with my supervisees and I, that we get into a routine and I maybe stop checking on their hours. Oh, right. Or I'm not asking about documentation Mm -hmm. or something like that. But if I change it up a little bit, we get on another, in a new routine where we do, I do check on. Right. Like, oh yeah, hours. How are you doing this week? Or Mm -hmm. have you haven't submitted a note to me in a while? Can I see what you've Mm -hmm. written? And I think Mm -hmm. that is a great way to like, it almost forces productivity because your brain is thinking about it differently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure the Association for Play Therapy was not thinking this when they created this, but <laughs> they, in the last, I mean, I guess it's been almost two years, they really changed the way that credentialing works. Okay. And it's a huge hassle. It's just so complicated and confusing and there's so many moving parts. But at the same time, if I'm really stretching, right, the silver <laughs> lining is that it really has made me think in a different way and organize myself differently. And I think it's more productive. Right. An example of that would be they have, just like all credentials, they want some training, some direct hours, some supervision. Of course. They've now got it so specific that you have to do the certain trainings in a certain order. Oh, wow. So you have to, there's some training on the history of play therapy, Mm -hmm. some training on the foundations of play therapy. And while I value all of that, I don't know that I would have done it in that order or been so specific to make sure that those, that each supervisee got that. But now because things have been shaken up, Mm -hmm. I will be very productive (laughs) and make sure that that happens. I think that can be really useful. Right. can be very positive. Mm -hmm. Heather, what about by doing less, by re-energizing, we can be more creative? I think that happens when I can get my supervisees to stop for a moment. 
I think for me, a lot of my supervisees are like, and, and I would say maybe this is across the board. At certain points, they are like, go, 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 go. How many hours? How many this? How many? I'm going to work this oh, many. I can yes, do this. They're like yes. on this train almost. Yeah. And when I can get them to just stop and pause, mm-hmm. <laughs> then mm-hmm. all of a sudden I feel like they can get creative about it or we can brainstorm. What if we did this? Yeah. What if we took our client to Disneyland? Well, we're not yeah. allowed to take clients to Disneyland. Well, right. but what if we did? And, right. and get them in a different mindset mm-hmm. about therapy, then mm-hmm. they can usually get really creative about solutions. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I agree. Counselors who are still in school, internship or practicum, counselors who are out of school and working towards state licensure, you get in this mode of, I got to do more mm-hmm. and more quickly and just pack it all in. Yeah. And I think you have the potential to lose the room to really internalize and process all the things that you're learning. Right. I like that. Even in the, all the different counseling roles that I play now, I love if someone will come to me and say, okay. I'm doing a group with 10 year olds that are this and this and this, mm-hmm. what would be a cool activity? And I'm like, oh, right. Stop what I'm doing. Right. Yes. I'll, I'll I'd love to think Someone give this. my brain yeah. something else to do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and it's fun, kind of a break and something di- different to think about. So I enjoy that. And I think sometimes it's a launching point, right? Like once you start being creative like that, it almost mm-hmm. gets the creative juices going in other avenues that had nothing to do with that little side yes, project. Yeah. I think too, the part of me that's anti-manualized treatment. Right thinks that this happens, that you get, if you just get on a path where you do the same session, one is this Mm -hmm. session, two is this session, three is this, that it becomes less of a guideline and more like a rule. Mm -hmm. And then your creativity goes out the window. You don't, yeah. You're on black and white Mm -hmm. instead of finding all the fun. But maybe if you can, maybe follow the guidelines because the guidelines are useful, but you slow yourself down enough or you allow yourself to have the room to also get creative sometimes right. with those guidelines. That's what it is. And mm-hmm. One place I worked for a while, we had kids make folders that were their folders that they could come back to for whatever they had created during therapy would be saved mm-hmm. in this folder and they could come back to it at any time. And I always felt like you got the most out of the kids when you just let them go. Like let mm-hmm. them make their folder however they needed it. Make mm-hmm. that. But it also got the volunteers that I was working with and like other people very focused on like, yeah. oh, we don't, we can take this plain file folder and do all sorts of things with it. And there's a funny concept. All of my file folders I have are fun and creative. They're not manila folders, right? right? I think this happens to me as a counselor. If I go to a CE training, like a training, Uh or maybe I'm in a group with related to work or school or something Uh like that. And we're given an expectation. If I, if it feels like, okay, finish the expectation, Man, all my creativity goes out the window. Right. And just I, like <laughs> but I also get really frustrated. Right. Almost like defiant. Like, mm-hmm. no, I don't want to do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't make myself. Right. It just, I just get stuck in those situations. Mm-hmm. So I think by letting go of some of the expectations, letting yourself do nothing, letting, mm-hmm. letting yourself be more flexible, right. you can have more creativity. Right. We're fostering that mindset of growth. Uh-huh. I'm trying to do that this year. I've talked about it. I don't think I've talked about my plans to be more creative in supervision, but I don't know if I've talked too much about how that's going. Mm -hmm. So what, six months in? Right. To dyads, as well as a group supervision every month as and incorporating individual every month. I like it. It still is maybe taking some getting used to and practice for all of my supervisees, but I feel like I'm sticking to it. So the plan was or is that 
The first two weeks, they meet in dyads. The third week, they meet by themselves individually. And the fourth week of every month, we do a group. Okay. And at, in group, we provide one resource that we're going to share with everybody else in the group. Fun. Which yeah. I think has been fun. Maybe needs more emphasis. It's sometimes hard. We haven't done that as consistently. So mm-hmm. what ends up happening is I come prepared with a resource. <laughs> and and I have forgotten. <laughs> right. And I say, okay, who, where, what's everybody's resource? Who wants to share? And I get shocked faces. And then I share mine while they're really quickly Googling things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then they share something or they're like scrambling in their email to go, okay, wait, that was good. Where did that thing go? Right. And then they try, they mm-hmm. share it. So it's not a total loss, but maybe not as thoughtful as I hoped right. it would be. I mean, but it could be it's more useful. But it, and it is definitely fostering creativity mm-hmm. for them to be able to bring a resource. And then how do you use that resource? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then in that group, after we share a resource, then each person shares about one client so that we have enough time for everybody. Right and gets feedback from the rest of the group. I like that. I also, I like that in the, having the whole group, I see that they are doing more and more direct interaction with each other. Like I'm not facilitating it. They're doing more asking each other questions, giving each other feedback. So that's fun too. That is the definite benefit of doing groups or dyads Mm -hmm. to be able to give different feedback. Um, I had two supervisees I did for a while in a dyad and that one of them would answer all the time. Well, I don't see kids under 14. Well, I don't really care if you see kids are not under 14. Yeah. What kind of thing we sure. still need feedback? What are your right? thoughts? Right. Yeah. Since we're talking about creativity, where's your creativity right. going? Right. What are we? Okay. And then our final point, Heather, this week is that by not re-energizing and by planning too many things, we are potentially doing a lot of avoiding. Mm-hmm. Do you think supervisors, supervisees, clients, are we doing that if we're over planning or overbooking ourselves? I think so. I think especially when it comes to overbooking ourselves, then mm-hmm. we don't leave time to process whatever needed to happen, whether it's supervision or client. But if we're doing too much, then we are purposely almost like, well, I can avoid these other tasks. I can mm-hmm. avoid taking care of myself or I can avoid taking care of some research I need to do or, mm-hmm. you know, we're avoiding the things we don't want. Mm-hmm. For myself, I think I do that unintentionally, I find my, that I've been doing it before Mm -hmm. I realize it with clients and supervisees. I don't know, maybe I've described this before. It was, it's been a handful of years now. I had a client who really did have a lot of trauma and a lot of current pretty big concerns. Okay. And we would start to get closer to something that was sensitive and the kid would change the subject. Right. And his favorite way of coping was to tell a joke or be funny right. or be mm-hmm. charming in some way. And so we'd be talking about something and it would start to get a little bit sensitive or personal. And he would give me a one-liner. Right. Or say something, right. <laughs> and we went with that. And I knew, I kind of like noticed that pattern and would flow with that. Mm-hmm. And that take that as a sing- signal that, okay, that was enough for right mm-hmm. now. But the longer we did it, I eventually said that to him and right. pointed out, like, you've noticed that you do that, Right. And I'm not telling you, no, I'm allowing, I'm taking it as a note that Mm -hmm. we need, maybe need to lighten up or take a break or, but maybe we could get closer and closer to doing less of that. Mm -hmm. And so he and I agreed that we were going to pretend like we each had an easy, a Staples easy button, one of those big red (laughs) buttons. And so when he, I said, let's just point it out to each other and then we'll know what's hard or difficult Mm -hmm. and we'll know when we need to take a break and maybe we'll start taking fewer breaks 
And so we, in conversation, if we got to that point, he would pretend like on his, the armrest of his mm-hmm. chair, he would, like he was hitting the easy, and he'd hit it and he'd go, I need a little break. Good. And I would, sometimes I would do it and go, you needed a little break. Right. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I noticed uh-huh. that. Okay. But I've done that kind of thing with some supervisees too. And we're maybe talking about something really difficult that it's okay to take a break. Right. So it's not terribly disruptive to sometimes need to avoid. But if you find yourself doing it all the time, if you're just constantly hitting the easy staples button and go, stop, pause, break, stop Mm -hmm. it, then it's really hard to be very productive or get anywhere. It gets in the way. It gets Mm -hmm. in the way of there being any progress either Mm -hmm. way for a supervisee Mm -hmm. or for Mm -hmm. a client. I have, when you have supervisees do that, maybe they're avoiding by disrupting Mm -hmm. the conversation or the train of thought. What is it that you think they're usually bringing up or discussing that's their way of avoiding? I think they'll bring up maybe one of their own stories. Mm. Like instead of staying client focused, all of a Uh sudden they're off on a tangent of their own. I think everyone does that from time to time. But I see mine bring up logistics. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like they, (laughs) so maybe something's pretty heavy is going on with their clients Mm -hmm. or we've been talking about a client and something pretty heavy is happening. And they either come right out of the gate into supervision and they're like, okay, so I want to talk about my hours and my log. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why are we taking right. a lot of we time to, to talk about your hours right. log? That's like, just send me your Excel spreadsheet in an email. Right. It's like, fine. You can email that to me later. Right. <laughs> so if we're doing a lot of that or they're asking questions, like questions of, that are way down the road about CEUs or right. what are the rules for the board related to when I'm fully licensed and I want to, you know, right. Like what, why are we talking about that? So Mm -hmm. disconnected from what's happening today or right now. Right. Those are things that I noticed my supervisor is doing lots of you too. I do too. I think if they get focused on those tasks that are just like paperwork tasks Mm -hmm. that can easily be handled somewhere Mm -hmm. else, I'm going, "Uh uh-huh. What are we avoiding? What what happened this week that we, Mm -hmm. you know, need to Mm -hmm. touch base on. And I'm also always curious, like, why is that so hard to bring up? What about either the supervision dynamic mm-hmm. or maybe mm-hmm. interpersonal struggle? My supervisee mm-hmm. is going on, like what's happening there yeah. that you couldn't just say, oh my gosh, this week, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I feel like that happens. I've had maybe some supervisees in the past that have a hard time taking feedback mm-hmm. and it's easier to talk about what's my voicemail supposed to right. say, you know, right. what's my, you know, <laughs> something just, random. yeah, something that's like really concrete and logistic mm-hmm. that we could do really easily in just a few seconds. So. Well, Heather, we talked about re-energizing this summer and being productive, creative, and doing less avoiding. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think you're going to do this summer to mix it up a little bit? So I have a couple of different plans with some of my clients that I know I need to it up mm-hmm. obviously outside things uh-huh. but also I'm making myself do that because I know it's yes. grounding for me yeah I, I've learned over COVID that like I need outside probably more than I ever realized before uh-huh. so I'm making time for myself to do that that yeah. I'm having outside time without responsibilities to anyone else yes during the week multiple times that sounds fun I've been daydreaming about going to the beach you should definitely go I was I there wanna... last week I want to, I'm, I think I need to make that happen where I can get to the beach. And I also, my office is figuring out how to get people back in the office. We've Uh been mostly virtual for over a year. Mm -hmm. So just today I started having discussions about, okay, what are our plans and how how are we going to make this happen? Uh Right. So what are, what's changing? I think that's a way to shake things up that I'm excited about. Right. 
Well, thanks today for listening to Supervision with a Vision. You've been listening to Supervision with a Vision. Head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Therapy Academy to join the conversation and get show notes. We'll be back next week with more Supervision with a Vision.